Welcome everybody to the Daily Underswell. I'm Derek Sabori. We're here today to look at sustainability stories in the news, innovations, design, product, solutions, all things focused on sustainability in business and in our personal lives. I'm here at the Underswell desk. This is a short form show where my goal is to bring you the sustainability news that is out there, that's in my inbox, get it into your mobile device so that you can get caught up on your daily journey on the train, in the car, on your bike, on your walk, wherever you're at, I wanna make sure you're up to date on the story. So let's dive in and have a look at what is going on today, Thursday, July 6th. Um, one of the cool stories I think that came out the other day, this one reported by Sustainable Brands in particular, that Volvo is shifting gears and um, has announced that by between 2019 and 21, Volvo, or Volvo as I think it's pronounced, will launch five fully electric cars, and three of which will be, will be um, Volvo models, and two of which will be high-performance electrified cars from a brand Polestar, and um, this is their performance car arm. So apparently, 2019 is slated to be a big year, it says, for Swedish automaker Volvo. The company has announced that in two years' time, it will no longer produce vehicles that have only have internal combustion engines. So that's big news for the electric car and hybrid space. I recently just got my first clean vehicle um, stickers, and um, this is not a promotion or an advertisement for this, but <laughs> I got the Ford C-Max um, Energy, and fun little car, plugs in. I get about 20 miles of just electric um, after a charge, which is really cool. For my commute, that actually works. I think I've gone about two months now with only one tank of gas. So pretty good story. So this is cool from Volvo. You can read more at the um, Sustainable Brands website. Um, what else is going on? The um, electric speedboats are a thing now. BMW batteries and Torquedo Motors demonstrate that performance, innovation, and sustainability are not mutually exclusive. This one on the, um, uh, what site is this? Sustainable product design. It says BMW, hmm, I'm poking around here. This is on Treehugger. So Treehugger is a cool site with lots of updated news. Almost a decade ago, we looked at the Torquedo electric outboard motor and frankly found it wanting, they said. The guy demonstrating it told me, this is not water skiing speed, obviously, but you'll cruise along at a respectable clip and enjoy your surroundings so much more. So apparently, BMW is getting to the point, this boat is, is really nice. It's a wood boat, very sleek, very, very classic looking. It's a nice boat. So check this out on Treehugger if you want to learn more about what is going on with electric boats. And I think that is a nice solution because I'm sure there'll be a lot more quiet, which um, noise pollution is a big thing above water and underwater out in the ocean. So I'm excited to see this innovation. I'm not going to spend too long on it. Just uh, my goal here is to kind of bring these to the surface for you so that you can go read more, learn more about them. How about fashion? What is going on in fashion? Hopefully everybody is aware that the fashion industry is really making a push to focus on supply chain transparency better fiber sourcing, lots of recycled materials going on. Um, 
Here is an article about 10 swimsuit companies that are making ethical and eco-friendly swimsuits. From recycled yarns to fair trade sewing to reclaimed fabrics, these swimsuits will make you feel good both inside and out, says Treehugger. So Treehugger's got some good stories today. Um, the article says, shopping for the right swimsuit is hard enough for most people, but as soon as you learn more about the fashion industry, labor practices, fabric production, pollution problems, it becomes even more difficult. And it highlights this article by Catherine Martinko. She is at feisty red hair, it looks like, on Twitter, etc. Um, and they are highlighting brands such as, let's see, Monokai, Vitamin A, a bodysuit made with copper Ecolux fabric. Hmm. Um, Maria Bikini, looks like, uh, oh no, this is Under Protection, Manakai, Bikini Empire, Patagonia, of course. Um, all of Patagonia's swimwear, it says, and board shorts are now fair trade certified. And I had seen this in some of their recent promotions. And that's amazing. That's an amazing story. And if you haven't seen the movie, The True Cost, I highly recommend that. If you have any interest in the fashion industry and fair trade certified clothing, why it's important, go check out the movie, The True Cost. But this article on Tree Hugger about the 10 companies making ethical and eco-friendly swimsuits, pretty good, especially now that summer is here. Um, three innovative fabrics that could revolutionize fashion. Moving away from resource-intensive cotton and plastic, shedding polyester is feasible with these fascinating eco-friendly alternatives, says this site. And I'm not sure if you know, but upwards of 60 to 70% of the impacts that are associated with the clothing that we wear comes from the furthest back part of the supply chain, which is raw materials and how those raw materials are sourced. So companies that are focusing on sourcing better fibers are, are truly doing a good job at reducing their impacts. So things like organic cotton, use of hemp, recycled synthetics, things like that are really a good way to lower a company's environmental impacts. And this article on Tree Hugger is showcasing some uh, neat things of faux leather called Pinatex, uh, making shoes. You can make shoes out of this um, fascinating material that they say that requires no additional water or chemicals to make because it comes from waste products. It's the leftover leaves from pineapple trees. So check out Pinatex, P-I-N-A-T-E-X. Um, there is a Mycotex, a fabric grown from mushroom mycelium. There's eucalyptus yarn here and, and other things. Really cool to see. So look for some of these products from some of your favorite brands and just kind of be aware that there are some good solutions out there. Um, what else do we have here today on the wire? Um, as always, if you guys have any questions specifically or you want to know about a particular industry or you are looking for a specific solution, um, do let me know. My goal, though, again, is to highlight some of these brands. Here's Hershey's, for example. Hershey's, the chocolate company, is, um, this is as reported on Environmental Leader, Hershey has redesigned its display cases in such a way that by 2025, they will have reduced packaging material by 25 million pounds. So, less waste, um, less transportation weight, less, resource, less, <laughs> less resources being used, 
etc etc so the company has said this they say the new display case is a one-piece design with no cover packaging it also eliminates the center divider so some simple changes are giving them a 32 percent reduction in materials and this is um, like i said as reported on environmental leader this article by jennifer hermes or herms one of the initiatives that the company says will also help it reach its new 25 by 25 sustainability goals of reducing greenhouse gas, gas emissions, water use, and waste by 25%. To date, progress toward these goals includes achieving a 60% certified and sustainable cocoa, remaining on track to reach its goal of 100% by 2020. So again, those sources, those furthest back sources in the supply chain, the raw materials are typically what have the biggest impacts because there is land use associated with it and the intensity that comes along with farming harvesting and um, you know processing is is pretty intense and even when you compare it to all the retail uh, facilities and the distribution center and the and the offices um, typically the supply chain um, impacts are biggest back from those raw materials so this is good to hear from Hershey's they've got a 2016 CSR report a corporate social responsibility report that was created in accordance with the GRI, which is the Global Reporting Initiative Standards. So whenever you look for somebody's um, sustainability report or CSR report, you want to make sure that they are following the, the GRI standards, the Global Reporting Initiative. And um, Tim Mohan, their new CEO, the new CEO of GRI, I'm sorry, says that 74% of companies that are reporting sustainability performance are now using the GRI standards. So that's a good thing. Um, this article actually says that Kimberly Clark is also another CPG giant, consumer product goods giant, that recently released a sustainability report. Kimberly Clark does a lot of paper goods, um, paper towels, um, bathroom paper, etc. And apparently the report says that they have diverted 95% of their manufacturing waste from landfills and diverted more than 5,000 metric tons of post-consumer waste through partnership programs around the world. So I'm not sure if relatively that is good, but it's just good to know that companies are making a push and you can kind of dig in and find the companies that are committed to making um, change and just doing things better. Um, that, I think, is going to wrap up this quick segment for today. Here's a little article though we can look at it, the cleaning industry because everybody is using cleaning products at home, at least um, most of us are, I hope you are. And this article um, by Melissa Grand is on cleaning products. Interesting, kind of talks about, it's featuring 7th generation which is a great alternative. This is on sustainable brands, it says in the weeks since the announcement that the US would be pulling out of the Paris Climate Agreement. There's been much debate about the impact this may have on the country's and entire world's push toward a more sustainable future. One of the biggest takeaways from the conversation has been that cities, states, and especially businesses remain committed to moving forward in the fight against climate change. Um, companies across a range of industries are prioritizing and focusing on policies and initiatives that will help lower greenhouse gas emissions, etc. It says where the cleaning products industry stands, one of the first steps toward making meaningful progress is to have a clear understanding of where our industry stands. So this looks like an industry-facing um, article, but it's a nice one because 
talks about getting a handle on your direct impacts, considering what is happening beyond your direct walls, joining the larger conversation, and driving collaboration. And that one might have been a bust because it doesn't necessarily highlight too many of the actual products. It just sort of talks about um, a more sustainable future for the cleaning products industry. So that was that. Um, I do have one more thing, a couple things that I want to share that I'll probably bring up in the next um, series. There are some progress on the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development Goals. Um, Canopy Style is pushing fashion brands to use more responsible cellulosic fibers like viscose, rayon, tencel, etc. Um, the report that naps might actually be good for you. I think we knew that. There are companies that are putting more veggies into their products um, to lower impacts. Ends up that Sonic Burger, I'm not a big meat eater myself, but um, they're blending their burgers now with vegetables, mushrooms to be specific. I think in the hopes um, to lower their environmental impact and also to get people on track to eat more veggies and less red meat. I think that's a cool, cool program. Um, there's a movie out called Food Evolution that looks really interesting. I'll do a little reporting on that. 3BL Media gave us um, a, a um, cool press release on edible utensils. So right now during the summer, there's a lot of picnics. There's a lot of to-go. I know we're all guilty of it. And you get that to-go bag and there is inevitably plastic-wrapped napkins and you know utensils in there. Well... Here's one that's interesting. Bakey's, it's called, has developed edible utensils to provide an effective alternative to petroleum-based disposable plastic cutlery. The edible utensils contain no chemicals, preservatives, fat, emulsifiers, artificial coloring, or milk products. So instead of throwing away your cutlery after a single use, people can eat it or it will biodegrade in fewer than three days. Bakey's, as they're called, is targeting a customer base of 1 billion people, helping to avoid 5 million tons of plastic going to the landfill. I can get behind that. Not sure how they taste. Maybe we'll do a product review on them, but be sure to check them out. They're called um, Bakey's, and I don't necessarily have a um, website for them yet. Here, this article was found on unreasonable.is forward slash don't throw away utensils eat them so this is a new site that I haven't seen before unreasonable dot is so check that out I think that's it for today I'll um, jump in again tomorrow give you some more updates but this is the goal keep this under 10 to 15 minutes and just highlight some cool things that are going on in the better business and sustainability worlds have a great day keep up on the episodes and shoot me a note if you've got any questions or want to hear anything in particular